Glory to God. It's good to see you all. Amen. I'm excited to be home. Uh, it's been an interesting week, saints. It's been an interesting week uh, in America. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, while I was on a boat, a lot of things transpired this week. Amen. It's been one of it's been an interesting election. Amen. We have a new president. Glory to God. Amen. This is, you know, a couple of months ago I taught on managing money. And one of the things that I taught the congregation was that you have to learn how to get your heart out of it and put your mind to it. And uh, the things that have transpired even this week, amen, in order to progress, you, you're going to have to learn how to get your heart out of it put your mind to it and move forward. Amen. Hallelujah. I was uh, tempted to preach on Noah since I was on a boat for a week. The first cruise in the Bible. But uh, that's not what the Lord had me to do. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm going to ask you to open up your Bibles very quickly to the book of Joshua, the fourth chapter. Joshua and chapter number four. Hallelujah. How many of you know that Jesus is still on the throne? Still large and in charge. Amen. Glory to God. Joshua chapter four, beginning at verse number one. Amen. Joshua, in the Hebrew, Joshua, hallelujah, he is a type of Christ. Joshua, the fourth chapter, beginning at verse number one, when you have it, say amen. I read today in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, and the word of the Lord says this so, and it came to pass, when all the people were clean passed over the Jordan, that the Lord spake unto Joshua, saying, Take you twelve men out of the people, out of every tribe a man. And command ye them, saying, Take you hence out of the midst of the Jordan, out of the place where the priest's feet stood firm, twelve stones, and ye shall carry them over with you, and leave them in the lodging place, where ye shall lodge this night. Then Joshua called the twelve men, whom he had prepared of the children of Israel out of every tribe a man. And Joshua said unto them, Pass over before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan, and take ye up every man of you a stone upon his shoulder, according unto the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, that this may be a sign among you that when your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean ye by these stones? Then ye shall answer them that the waters of Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord when it passed over Jordan. The waters of Jordan were cut off, and these stones shall be for a memorial unto the children of Israel forever. And the, children, and the children of Israel did so as Joshua commanded and took up 12 stones out of the midst of the Jordan as the Lord spake unto Joshua according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel and carried them over with them unto the place where they lodged and laid them down there. 
and Joshua set up 12 stones in the midst of the Jordan, in the place where the feet of the priests which bear the Ark of the Covenant stood, and they are there unto this day. For the priests which bear the Ark stood in the midst of the Jordan until everything was finished that the Lord commanded Joshua to speak unto the people according to all that Moses commanded Joshua, and the people hasted and passed over. Look at somebody real quick and say, hurry up. The Bible said they hasted and passed over. That word hasted means that they hurried. Amen? I want to talk to you for a couple minutes today under the subject, the steps your opposition respects. The steps your opposition respects. There is a way you walk that demands respect. I said there is a way you could walk where your opposition doesn't have to like you, doesn't have to be for you, but can't touch you and has to move out of the way and let you through. God, help me in here. And so I want to talk to you for a little while under the subject. The steps your opposition respects. You should walk in a way that demands respect. Trouble is meant to scare you. But wonder what would happen if you walked in such a way where you intimidated that which came to intimidate you. Where you scare your trouble. God, help me in here. Are you blessed in here, church? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we come before you now. We render this service unto you. We worship you and glorify your name. Have your way, O oh God. Minister a clear word to every heart and every mind under the sound of my voice. Use me, Lord God. Use these lips of clay as I hide behind the cross. Make me the pen of a ready writer and write on the tablets of your people's hearts today. A right now word. And we thank you for it in advance. We get happy about it, even now, in Jesus' name. And the church said, amen and amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. If you know anything about Joshua, Joshua is what I would refer to as the mentee. And Moses is the mentor. Amen. It's good to have mentors in your life. Amen, somebody. Moses is the character in the Bible that was chosen to extract the people of God out of Egyptian bondage. Amen. And, you know, just listening to myself say that, I just almost want to pause for a second and give God a little praise, hallelujah, for the people that he sends into our lives that have deliverance power whom God uses to help us get out of stuff we were stuck in. I wonder if we could just take about 10 seconds. I wish I had some real people in here that could testify, hallelujah. I want to thank God for the people that he sent into my life, hallelujah, who had delivering power, and God used them to help me get out of a mess that I was in, hallelujah. 
God, help me. Whether it was a marriage, hallelujah, that was struggling and then God used somebody at, at, at just in time, hallelujah, to help that marriage get out of a situation that they were in, hallelujah. Whether it was financial, whether it was emotional, hallelujah. Whether it was a lack of understanding, a lack of guidance. Uh, I was confused and God used somebody, hallelujah, who had delivering power, who opened up my eyes, hallelujah, and set me on a course and on a path that led me. Right smack into the will of God. Does anybody have anybody that they can think of right now that you can give God a real praise for? Hallelujah. And just thank God for sending them into your life. Hallelujah. Thank God I thank you. Hallelujah. For so and so. God I thank you. Hallelujah. For this individual and that individual that you used mightily to help me. Hallelujah. Move forward and progress in life. Hallelujah. Moses is an iconic leader. Iconic in other words, hallelujah, if you were alive in the day of Moses, it would have been your privilege to sit up under his leadership. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If you were with Moses in a desert and you were hungry, you were with a man who had power in his hands. And if you were hungry in a desert with Moses, all Moses had to do was wave that thing that he had in his hand and he could make bread come down from heaven. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If it was water that you needed, you were with the type of man who could use that same thing he had in his hand, smack a rock with it and bring water out of places water was not supposed to come from. Are you hearing what I'm saying in here, church? If you, watch this, found yourself needing a boat in order to get across the sea, and you didn't have none, you were with a man who would lift that thing he had in his hand, and the waters would open up so that you can get through. Hallelujah. Are you in this place, church? This man had power in his hand. It came from God, but God put it in his hands. In his hands, he had what I call a river splitter. Are you hearing what I'm saying? In his hand, he had a well digger. In his hand, he had a bread maker. Hallelujah. This man was a one-man show. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He was a powerful man of God. And Joshua watched his leadership. Many of you in here would see the things that Moses had done and determined, I want to be like that man. But do you know the story behind all that glory? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because I will submit to you that while you see the glory and the glory is exciting, there is a story behind all that glory. And Joshua had a front row seat at the leadership style of Moses. And if you ever study it, you will find that Joshua, seeing the pressure that Moses underwent while he tried to be everybody's superhero and saw that it was killing him, read your Bible determined, if I ever get an opportunity to follow the footsteps of my mentor, and if I ever get the opportunity to run this show, I think I'm going to run it a little differently. 
And if you see Joshua's style of leadership in your Bible, you will notice right away that it is different than Moses. Joshua, watch this, is responsible for a lot of miracles. But the miracles are not necessarily done by Joshua. Let me say that one more time. Unlike Moses, Joshua is responsible for many miracles, but the miracles are not necessarily done by Joshua. They are performed in the constructs of a team. I said they are performed in the constructs of a team. He sees Moses burdened by the endless needs of the people and decides, I'm not going to be the only one that's anointed. And I'm not going to be the only one that's appointed. I'm going to build, I'm going to train, and I'm going to challenge the people to do exploits for the kingdom of God. And if we're going to take this land, hallelujah, we're going to take it together. Oh God, have mercy. In other words, we all crossing over. Amen, somebody in here. Hallelujah. Watch this. Joshua decides, I'm going to do my miracles through team. Through team. Hallelujah. Listen, notice right away, if it had been Moses at Jericho's wall, Moses would have simply told the people, stand back and see the salvation of the Lord. And he would have took his stick and he would have smacked the wall. And the wall would have probably came down. Because in Moses' day, that's the style of leadership God was using. But it's a different day. We're living in a Joshua generation today. And Joshua says, hallelujah, I know how Moses was going to do it. And I know how Moses would have done it. But this is how we are going to do it. And this is what we, somebody shout we. This is what we are going to do. We are going to walk around the walls of Jericho one time for six days straight. Are you hearing me, church? And on the seventh day, we're going to walk around the walls seven times. And after we finish walking around the walls on the seventh day seven times, I'm going to have the trumpeters sound the blast of the trumpet. When they do, all of us, somebody shout, all of us. All of us are going to shout. God, help me in here. You better get your praise ready. All of us are going to shout. Not just some of us and definitely not one of us, but all of us. Hallelujah. Because God wants the whole church to go to the next level. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Do I got a church in here this morning that's ready to go to another level? Hallelujah. Uh, do I have somebody in here who says I'm not here just to spectate. I didn't come here just to watch somebody else do it. And I didn't come here just to watch somebody else do it for me. But we're all going. Woo. Hallelujah. Joshua gets to the banks of the Jordan and the Bible says that they were overflowing. Overflowing. And then the Bible's real specific to let us know that it was harvest time. Because it's always right when you're ready to come into yours that trouble rises the most. God help me in here. And rather than getting nervous and intimidated, by the unsurmounting trouble that's coming, hallelujah, to intimidate you, you should receive that as a sign that you're very close. 
Because it's always at harvest time, when you're about to reap, that trouble makes its last stand. Hallelujah. Oh, God, have mercy in this place. Hallelujah. So my first point, I don't know if we can get it up on the screen for you, hallelujah, today. But watch this. My first point, real quickly for you today, is simply this. God is looking for leaders who can conduct miracles. God is lifting up leaders who can conduct miracles. Not just leaders who do miracles, but leaders who can conduct miracles. Miracles. Are you in this place, church? Hallelujah. Joshua is not even, you read this story carefully, Joshua is not necessarily in the miracle, but he is conducting the miracle. Anybody know anything about a conductor? I like conductors. Hallelujah. Watch this. A conductor of an orchestra comes, watch this. He stands before the crowd. He bows one time. And then he turns his back to the crowd because he's not interested in you seeing him. God, help me in this place. Hallelujah. I said a conductor comes before the crowd, bows one time, and then turns his head, turns around because he's not interested in the crowd seeing him. He wants the focus to be on the orchestra. I said he wants the focus to be on the orchestra. He doesn't even hold an instrument. That's a bad leader right there. He doesn't even hold an instrument. Uh, like Moses, he does have a stick, hallelujah, but that stick is no magic wand, hallelujah. That stick is not in his hand so that he can perform miracles himself. That stick is in his hand so he can cue individuals on when they're supposed to come in and when they're supposed to come out, hallelujah, so that together they can make one distinct sound that changes an atmosphere and shifts it so that the miraculous can take place. Is there an orchestra in the house? Hallelujah, Jesus. He doesn't hold an instrument. Watch this. All he has is the music that has already been written. I said all he has is the music that has already written, which is your Bible. And he conducts miracles. He doesn't have to necessarily be in the miracle to get credit for the miracle. He just has to know how to conduct God have mercy in here. And those are the kind of leaders that God is looking for today. Those are the kind of leaders that God is lifting up today. Hallelujah. I wonder if I got some in the house this morning. Hallelujah. You might not even know it and it's in you. You're thinking I'm not a leader. Hallelujah. Because you bought into uh, a false ideology that leaders are born. Let me help you in here. You're not born a leader. Leaders are made. I said leaders are made. Hallelujah. And if you let God, he will make you. Everybody on some level has to lead. You got to lead your house. You got to lead your spouse. You have to lead, hallelujah, your children. You have to lead on some level at work. If given the opportunity. Are you hearing what I'm saying? God is looking for leaders who can conduct miracles. Somebody shout, that's me. Number two, very quickly, I'm going fast, hallelujah, is simply this. Focus on where you are going to, not what you are going through. Let me help somebody because this will change your life. Focus on where you are going to. The Bible says without a vision, the people perish. You got to have a plan. You got to have a destination. 
Amen, somebody. If you can focus on where you're going to and not what you're going through, God will get involved. Hallelujah. Listen to what the text says. The Bible says that the priest came. Uh, Joshua called for the priest first. We're all going over, but we're going over in order because God is a God of order. Amen. So God says, I'm calling on the priest first. I want the priest to come forward. And could you imagine, just picture this with me. The priest, they're at the shore by the water, by the Jordan, and the priests are coming in all their garb. And the priests are coming wearing their breastplates. Hallelujah. And if that is not enough, they are carrying a golden box that we refer to in the Bible as the Ark of the Covenant. Amen. And from, from the offset, if you look at that picture, listen, I just spent a couple of days in the beaches of the Bahama. And let me tell you, that blue water is something to look at. Amen. It's turquoise. It's beautiful. But I couldn't help, as I read this text, to think of how ridiculous it would seem to look at the priests walking towards, because it wasn't a wedding. Uh, they were walking into the water. And they were dressed up. And if you were standing on the outskirts, hallelujah, you would think, this is ridiculous. But God reminded me as I was thinking it, hallelujah, and told me, listen, they are not dressed for what they are going through. They are dressed for where they are going to. Oh, God, help me in here. In other words, the way they are walking speaks to us and says, I'm focused on where I'm going. Oh, God, help me in here. I'm focused on where I am going. I am focused on the destiny. Hallelujah. And this here thing that I'm going through is about to open up. And this thing that I'm going through, hallelujah, is going to back up when it senses me coming. Oh, you don't hear what I'm saying. Because I'm destiny driven. Because I have a vision. And because I have a plan. Hallelujah. And I'm moving forward. This thing is temporary. This thing, hallelujah, has to look at the way I'm walking. And notice that the way I'm walking demands some respect. And so this thing, hallelujah, that wants to overwhelm me. And wants to overtake me. Hallelujah. Has to back up off of me. Hallelujah. Because I'm coming. Ah, look at somebody real quick and say, get out of the way. I'm coming through. Hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah. Woo. You know, if it was Moses' day, if it was Moses' day, Moses would have said, everybody stand still. He would have lifted his hands and the water would have opened up and then the people would have saw a clear path through the water and it would have been a little easier for them to go in hallelujah but that was Moses's day we're living in a different way and I hear God saying hallelujah today if you want it to open up you're going to have to put your foot in it if you want it to open up you're going to have to get your feet wet hallelujah if you're going to if you want it to open up you're going to have to step into it hallelujah nothing just happens uh, until you step into it you know, when I got to the port, hallelujah, where that ship was going to take off, from the moment I got there, I was walking through doors that I didn't have to open. From the moment I got there, hallelujah, I was walking and they had what we would refer to as automated or automatic doors. There are doors that have already been set up to open when they sense you coming. 
they have a motion sensor, hallelujah. And if, if you just stand there and look at the door, you can look at it all you want. And you can hope all you want that it would open up, but it's not going to open up. And it does not mean that it's not an open door for you. It is an open door for you. It has been set up, but it will only open when it senses you coming. It will only open when you take steps forward by faith, hallelujah. Oh God, are you hearing what I'm saying in here? Some things won't open up until you step into it. Look at somebody and say, step into it. Hallelujah, Jesus. Ooh, some people won't step into it. Some people are too concerned. Some people spend more time thinking, hallelujah, and end up doing nothing. What if it doesn't work? What if the doors don't open, open up? What if I put my foot in the water and nothing happens? I'm going to look silly. What are they going to say about me? What are people going to think about me? Oh, shut up. I wonder what Peter would say, hallelujah, if Peter were here, hallelujah. I believe Peter would rather say, hey, man, I'd rather be a wet water walker than a dry boat talker. I'd rather be a wet water walker than a dry boat talker any time of my life. Hallelujah. I'd rather be messed up doing something than all right sitting doing nothing. God's people are risk takers. Do I got any in here? If you're blessed in here, give God a praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. You don't get the loan until you apply. You don't get the job until you get on that interview. You don't get married until you propose, you fool. You better put a ring on it. Ooh, I felt God right there. I don't know who God's talking to. Hallelujah. If you're blessed in here, shout glory. God has some automated doors that are waiting for you to move. Huh? You're waiting for God to move. But there are times where God will tell you to wait and stand still. But there are other times where God won't move until you move. And I believe that we're living in a day where God's waiting for somebody to bust a move. Make a move. Do something. If you're blessed in here, shout glory. I'm reminded of Acts chapter 12, hallelujah, where Peter is in jail and he's supposed to die the following morning. And, you know, long story short, he goes to sleep. Who could sleep, right? Knowing that they were going to die the following morning. I'll tell you who, a man of faith. A real man of faith won't lose sleep. I got to leave that alone. That's not even in my notes. But watch this. An angel comes and wakes him up in the middle of the night and says, get up. When he gets up, the chains fall off. Sometimes, God, help me in here. All you got to do is get back up, square your shoulders. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Mm. Don't stay down. Falling down doesn't make you a failure. Staying down makes you a failure. I hear God telling somebody in here, get up and watch the chains fall off. The chains fall off, and then he says, put your shoes on. You see, oh God, because us getting out of here requires something from you, man. Put your shoes on and start walking.
And if you read that story in Acts chapter 12 carefully, there were three wards to that prison. So just because the chains fell off and he got out of the, the, the jail cell don't mean he was home free. He had to walk out of there. I said he had to walk out of there. And the Bible says that when he walked toward each ward, the doors automatically opened. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Second ward, the doors opened. Third ward, the doors opened. He was finally out of prison. And it was so miraculous that he said, I thought I was in a dream. Could you imagine that? I hear God saying, what I'm about to do in your life, when you finally snap out of it and come to grips with what I'm about to do in your life, you're going to swear you were in a dream. But I came to tell somebody in here, it's no dream. Hallelujah. It's God. Somebody shout, it's God. It's God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Let me give you my next point very quickly. Put number three on the screen. Your next miracle is contingent upon the people you walk with. He said, get the priests first. He didn't just say, get anybody. He, get, he said, get people who are separated from my service. He said, get people who know what they're carrying. Get people who know what they are carrying and walk with them. Oh, God, help me in here. This is just a side note. Hallelujah. Watch who you walk with. I said, this is just a side note. Walk with Watch who you walk with because your next miracle is contingent upon the people you are walking with. It matters who you roll with. It matters who you choose as friends in your life. God uses people strategically to move you forward. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Don't be walking or making your running partners people who ain't carrying nothing. God help me. In this place. There are some people, if Joshua were here, he would tell you, you're going to have to leave them at the shore. They're what I call shore people. Shore people. Leave the shore people at the shore. Because they will not move until they are sure. I said, these are the kind of people that will never move until they are sure. They need every fact. They need every I dotted and every T. They need everything to fall into place before they make a move. If there is any level of uncertainty, they will not move. Hallelujah. Leave those people at the shore. I ain't rolling with shore people. I'm rolling with faith folk. I said, I ain't rolling with shore people. I'm rolling with faith folk. Do I got any people of faith in the room today? People that just believe God. Hallelujah. People that are not intimidated to move forward and progress even in the face of uncertainty. I said, even in the face of uncertainty, hallelujah, where you don't know what lies ahead. But like those four lepers, hallelujah, come on somebody, that I talked about before I went on vacation, hallelujah, who determined, listen, if we go backwards, we die. If we stay where we are, we die. We don't know what lies ahead, hallelujah, but what lies ahead is our best option. So we are moving forward. We're moving forward. Hallelujah. Are you blessed in here? Even Jesus, on certain trips, didn't take everybody with him. 
when he went to Jairus' house to heal his daughter, Jesus had 12 disciples, but he only took three. He only took three. He took the ones that were with him on Transfiguration Mountain because they had a greater inclination of who Jesus was. I want to make sure at this season of my life that I'm rolling with people who know who Jesus is and knows who they are in him. It's imperative. I said, it is imperative. Hallelujah. He goes to Jairus' daughter's house, watch this, and tells nine of the disciples, you stay here. I know you're a disciple. I know you're a Christian. He tells Thomas, Thomas, you stay here. I love you. I'm going to fix you later. But this miracle is too important for me to take anybody with me who's not walking by faith. Oh, God, help me in here. He didn't take Judas to jail. He said, Judas, who does? You stay here. Watch this. This is, this is the same Jesus who washes Judas' feet with the foreknowledge that Judas is going to betray him. Now, you're going to have to pray for me. I'm not going to sit up here and try to act super spiritual today. If I have the foreknowledge that you are going to betray me really bad, I ain't washing your feet. God's going to have to speak to me. I'm going to have to hear the audible voice. It ain't going to be no dream. It, ain't gonna, it has to be the audible voice of God coming to my house and speak to me clearly. Because I didn't grow up in the church. I might want to go back to 1980-something. I can't even explain it. I know something in me. I, I, I can sit there and act cute like you're God's first cousin and you got it all together. But something in me would rise up right when I got to Judas, knowing what I want to know. And rather than washing his feet, I might want to just smack. <laughs> Judas look at me and say, what was that for? You're going to know later. You're going to find out later. Somebody give God praise in here. Having that foreknowledge, he still washes his feet. But when it came time to a great miracle, he said, Judas, you stay here. And he only takes Peter, James, and John. The ones who had a greater inclination of who he was. And the ones who saw him also when he was at his worst in Gethsemane. Because you really don't know who's with you. Until you're down. It's when you're down where you begin to find out who's really with you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so in this season of my life, I need people around me who are really with me. If you're blessed in here, shout glory. Whew. I need that kind of agreement. I'm believing for your miracle and I need you to believe for mine. Amen, somebody? I'm not just interested in what you could do for me. 
I'm also interested in what I could do for you. That's a good leader. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah, Jesus. Watch this. Let me give you my next point. Hallelujah, because time is ticking. Watch this. Number four. It's what we're carrying that's drawing back our opposition. I said it's what we're carrying. Do you know what you're carrying? God help me in here. Listen, watch this. It wasn't because one individual got into the water. Because the day of Superman is gone. It's a different day. But because four men collectively got in the water, did the water begin to move. But not just because four men got together, got some agreement. But it was because four men were collectively carrying something. God help me in here. It's not just what you're carrying. Let me help you in here. It's what we're carrying. I'm carrying it and you are carrying it. And together we are carrying it. What are we carrying it? What are we carrying? That Ark of the Covenant. Just in case you do not know, hallelujah, it is a picture of the presence of God. It is a picture of the Word of God. Let me take it to another place. It is a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. They were carrying Christ. Ooh. They were carrying the anointing. They were carrying an empowerment. Somebody shout power. It was a type of Christ. Watch this. It represents God's throne, God's presence, God's glory. It represents the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If you know anything about this ark, the Bible says that it was made out of incorruptible wood. Incorruptible wood. Wood in the Bible is symbolic of humanity. But this is not just talking about any human. Because this wood is incorruptible. It's talking about the perfect human. Watch this, incorruptible wood. Not only was it made out of incorruptible wood, watch this, it was, it was uh, interlaid with gold on the inside and on the outside. Gold in your Bible is symbolic, watch this, of divinity, symbolic of deity. So watch this, this box is speaking of the two natures of the one that was coming. He was going to be both man and God. He was going to be the God-man. Oh, God, have mercy in here. Somebody shout Jesus. The Bible says that the ark had a crown on the top of it. If you ever saw a picture of it, around it was a crown, hallelujah, which spoke of his kingship. And the leadership of the one that would come. The ark had rings and staves that were placed when it was in transit to let you know that this God was not a standstill God, but he was a moving God. That he moved with the people. God, help me in here. Are you blessed in here, church? He was a moving God. It also speaks of a worldwide ministry that Jesus would carry out throughout the earth on the shoulders of men. We're still carrying him into the world. Amen, somebody. Upon the top of the ark was a mercy seat upon which there was blood stains 
from the sprinkling of the sacrifice. It is the place where you and I find rest. That's why it's called the mercy seat. Hallelujah. It's the place where you find rest. It speaks of the sacrificial sacrifice. The sacrificial work of the Lord Jesus on the cross speaks about your salvation. And that's enough right there to give God praise over. Because it's talking about a work that has been done. Not a work that needs to be done. God, help me in here. Inside the ark, there were three articles. Three articles. The first one was the law that came to Moses from the Father. So the first article speaks of the Father. The second article was the, 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 the golden pot of manna. You know the manna that fell supernaturally from heaven in the desert as a type of the bread that would come from heaven being the Lord Jesus Christ, the second article speaks of Jesus. The first one speaks of the Father. And then there's the third article, hallelujah, which is Aaron's rod that budded. A fruit that budded on a stick that wasn't connected. Speaks to the fruitfulness of the Holy Spirit. One article speaks of the Father, the other one of the Son, the other one of the Holy Spirit. The Godhead. Fully embodied. In one ark, Jesus is the Godhead. Help me in here. According to your scriptures, hallelujah, fully embodied. Jesus said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. For me and the Father are one. One ark. If you're blessed in here, shout glory. glory. Ah, I got to move. Do you know what you're carrying? The Bible says, hallelujah, that when they... The priests put their feet in the water, and the Ark of the Covenant was whipped them. The waters were cut off. Oh, God, help me in here. So let me just help you in here. It's not you. You ain't got that much power. You, you're not just going to make something move out of the way. It's what you're carrying that's going to make it move. God, help me. In here, they were just obedient to carry the presence of God into the water. When the presence of God hit the water, the Bible says the water stood up in one heap. In other words, the water got up and stood in attention. God help me in here because of the one who was walking through. Do you know what you're carrying? Hallelujah. Uh, do you want that situation to change? You better be carrying it. You want that marriage to get better? You better be carrying it. God help me in this place. Hallelujah. Do you want to progress? You better be carrying it. It's not going to happen just because you determine it's going to happen. It's going to happen when you carry what God has called you to carry. Are you blessed in here? Let me give you the next point. I got to move, hallelujah, because I, I, I determined, hallelujah, that I was going to let you go on time. I'm going to try to stick to my word today. Help me, Jesus. Number five. You build a legacy from the stuff you picked up where you were. You build a legacy from the stuff you picked up where you were. Watch this. 
Joshua commands the people, especially the 12 individuals that represented each tribe, and says, pick up a rock because God expects his leaders to carry more. I say God expects his leaders to carry more. And God is challenging leaders, drag your stuff, and then carry some more. Because that's what leadership is really about. I ain't getting no amens right there. Hallelujah. We are not just building for us. We are building for the next generation. We are building something that will outlast us. They said, build a monument of stones and build it so that our children. God, help me in this place. Hallelujah. You need to build something that outlasts you. So that when you are gone, your children still have something they can see uh, about your day and your walk that motivates them to continue to move forward even when you're gone and even when you are not around. Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm saying in this place? Hallelujah. Watch this. They build the monument on the other side of the Jordan when they crossed it. But they used the materials from where they were. They got the rocks from inside the Jordan. Oh, God, help me in here. You don't necessarily build your testimony when you get to the destination. You start building your testimony from the stuff you picked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Along the way, are you hearing what I'm saying? When you get there, you tell your testimony. When you get there, you display it. When you get there, you show it. Hallelujah. But you don't build it from the stones on the other side. You build it from the stuff you picked up when you were in the middle of it. God, help me in here. Hallelujah. You can't have a testimony without a test. If you're blessed in here, shout glory. Oh, God, help me in this place. So the next time you get a negative report from the doctor, keep the x-ray. Keep the x-ray so that when God pulls you through it, you can go back and show it to him. To remind him who's really in charge. To remind him who will have the last word. God, help me in here to remind him that he practices medicine, but my God is medicine. God, help me in here. Anybody in here know that your God is medicine? If you've been healed, hallelujah, by the power of God, give him 15 seconds of praise right now. Hallelujah. Whether it's in your body, whether it's in your mind, whether it's emotionally, hallelujah, whether it's relationally, if God has healed you, give him praise in here. He's still a healer. I said he's still a healer, hallelujah. And if you came in here sick, you don't have to leave the same way you came in because the God that I serve is sitting on the throne right now and he will have the last word. So listen, I say to you, do not be intimidated even by a negative report, hallelujah. They may be the facts, hallelujah, but that's not the truth. The truth is that by his stripes, I have been healed. That's the truth, hallelujah. Let God be true. And everybody else a liar. If you believe it in here, shout glory. Oh, I got to go. 
Keep that x-ray. Keep the keys of the old house. Y'all going to make me want to preach in here. Keep the keys of the old house, hallelujah, so that you can pin them on the new house. When God progresses you, hallelujah, through it and you get to your promised place. We all going. I didn't get one amen right there. Hallelujah. Jesus have mercy. You don't build your testimony in the end. You build it along the way. And my last point, hallelujah. And if this don't help you, I'll give up today. Amen, somebody. My last point for you, simple hallelujah, watch this. Real praise happens in the middle of it. God, help me in here. I said real praise happens in the middle of it. Too many of us, hallelujah, are, are watch this, stagnant when it comes to praise because we're still in it. And we have a hard time praising God because of what we're going through, hallelujah. Uh, expecting God, watch this, hallelujah, or expecting to praise God when we get to the other side. But if you read the text very carefully, I love what it says. It says the men, hallelujah, I need some Joshua's now. Only some Joshua's are going to understand what I'm talking about. The men, hallelujah, watch this, build their monument with 12 stones, watch this, at the destination on the other side where they were going to encamp that night. And yes, they got it from what they came through. Hallelujah. But the Bible says that Joshua went back in and started building his monument. God, help me in here. Right smack in the middle of it. Hallelujah. In other words, I don't have to wait for God to take us all the way through before I can start praising him. But right smack in the middle of whatever it is that I'm going through, I'm giving God the praise. Hallelujah. And my praise is a praise of expectancy that is thanking God in advance for taking me to the other side. Hallelujah. Does anybody got uh, in the middle of it praise? Take about 20 seconds right now and in the middle of it. I don't care what it is. I don't care what you're going through in your life right now. I don't care how unsurmountable. I don't care how huge. I don't care how threatening I don't care what they said I don't care what they did hallelujah lift up those hands right there where you are and say God I trust you I trust you and I praise you